Hi, welcome to In Bed with Nikki. My name is Nikki, and if you've been here before, you know the drill. And if you're new to the show, it's all about sex and the fantasies that people have. I read from emails in my past to getting a few online. Together, we explore fantasies of everyday people, just like yourself. And you never know who I might be reading from. I could be reading from a famed author that sent me a confession. Or just your local pastor down the street that you always knew had a special kink. To even the police chief in your neighborhood. You never know. And if you have any erotic fantasies that you'd like to share, please send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com. You can also do it anonymously through my website at DearNikki.com. You can also reach to me on Twitter or Instagram at D-Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. And if you like the show, leave a positive review anywhere you can find your favorite podcast. So today is an actual bonus episode. I got a very long story through my website that was anonymously sent to me. Um, like I said, you, you can go to the website. It doesn't require your, the form does not require your email address. It goes directly to me. I don't even know who sends it. So you can even put a nickname on there. So this was sent to me by Mr. Symphony. Dear Nikki, here's a fantasy I wrote for a woman a while back. She seemed to enjoy it very much. The backstory is this. She and I were with friends back in high school. In fact, she was my best friend's girlfriend. But there'd always been an unspoken attraction between us. A spark we both tactically acknowledged, but didn't do anything about. Fast forward a couple decades, and we discovered each other again on Facebook. Friendly correspondence catching up on each other's lives soon turned into steamier talks and wistful discussions of what could have been. That then turned into erotic phone conversations. I wrote this fantasy for her, daydreaming about what it would be like to meet again in person. I hope you enjoy. I'm in New York in May to defend depositions. I've had a long day of preparing the witness for his deposition, and I'm now relaxing in my room at the plaza overlooking Central Park. It's 5.30 p.m., and I hear a knock at my door. I open it to discover you, dressed in a conservative business suit of charcoal. The skirt was knee, sheer stockings, and blazer over a white blouse. What are you doing here, I stammer. You smile and say that you were able to schedule a business meeting in New York to coincide with my stay. I usher you inside, still not believing that you are here. Once the door is closed behind you, I can't resist wrapping my arms around you from behind. I kiss the back of your neck and smell your perfumed hair. You melt back into my arms, and I know where this could quickly lead, and I don't want us to go there. Just yet. Let's prolong the evening. We agree to go out for dinner. We go to a nice, dark, romantic French restaurant. In this fantasy, we have no problem getting a great, quiet table during peak dinner hours. Must be all those nincompoops boycotting all things French. 
The food is wonderful, and we share a very smooth French red. The conversation is filled with sexual tension, all that we have said over the last year or so. And now, we're together for the evening. You have a grin seemingly plastered on your face since you sat down. Throughout the meal, my hands was wandered to yours several times, stroking and holding. We hold hands as we talk. After dinner, we adjourned to a quiet lounge where we're able to dance a slow jazz ballads. While I'm not much of a dancer, it feels natural to sway to the rhythm with my arms wrapped around you. This must be primal rhythm, perhaps one we will share more intimately later. My hands stroke your back lightly and stray to the curves of your derriere when I know no one is looking. Your head rests upon my shoulder. I place my hand under your chin, turn your head toward me, and kiss you deeply, softly. We share this deep kiss for what seems like minutes. Well, it wouldn't be New York without a carriage ride through the park. We settle in the carriage, and the driver prods the horse along. The driver is far away from us, and we have privacy as we ease through the park on this nice spring evening. Your body molds against mine. We join in a soft kiss, our tongues finding each other in lightly wrestling. My hand caresses your breast over your blouse. I can feel your nipples stiff, either from my attention or from the cool air. My hand wanders down to the smoothness of your stocked legs. My hands travel up your legs and feel where your gartered stocking ends. Ah, the flesh of your thigh greets my hand as we continue to kiss. My fingers travel higher, and I can feel the humid heat of your sex through your panties. My fingers play along the gusset of your panties, and I feel your slick lips underneath. You seem to be enjoying this as you sigh into my mouth as our kissing continues. You drop your hand to my lap, and I can feel my growing hardness. Yes, it is for you, but later. We end our carriage ride outside my now, our, hotel. We walk through the lobby arm in arm to the elevator. Neither of us can speak, for there are no words. The elevator door closes, and you are on me. Kissing me fiercely, I am somewhat taken aback but very turned on by your initiative. Your tongue plays wildly in my mouth. The elevator door opens, and we somehow make it into my room. I close the door behind us. You took the initiative in the elevator, but I shall now. I ask you to slowly strip from me. You remove your jacket, revealing your hard, nipple breast against your blouse. The blouse is next, then the lacy bra. At first, you make to hide your breast, but I tell you, no, move your arms. Your breasts are delightful, small, but with large nipples, hard with desire. Now the skirt. You unzip the back and lower the skirt to the floor, leaving you in lacy panties, garter, and stockings. I tell you to remove your panties. Down they come. Gravity can only do so much. You must first lift your first right foot, and then your left, to remove them. 
I see your light, sparse, tuft of pubic hair. Your lips are engorged with the, your excitement. The light catches a glimmer of your wetness that awaits my tongue and my cock. I like you dressed just like this. I tell you to remove my clothing, and you do so quickly. You remove my shirt, then unbuckle my belt, and lower my zipper. You pull my pants down off my ankles. My cock is hard, and only covered by a thin layer of white briefs. Your hand massages it through my briefs, and I can feel the heat of your breath through the cotton. Having mercy, you lower my briefs and my cock springs forward. Your slender fingers play along its length, sending a shiver up my spine. Then you lower your head and run your tongue completely up the underside, and I groan, and you do it again. After three long, loving licks, you engulf me in your mouth. Your tongue is swirling around my mushroom head, and I'm very hard as I'm writing this. <laughs> I know the excitement is too much for me to bear. The mouth I have fantasized about is working magic on my hard dick. I tell you that if you keep this up, I will come. You just look up at me and smile devilishly, saying, that's the point. Your head bobs faster, and I can feel myself deep in your throat. The wet velvet of your tongue is all over my cock. Harder and faster you go, your hand fondling my balls. I start to hyperventilate and hold your head lightly with my faint hands, fingers running through your hair. Almost. Almost. Ugh. I erupt into your receiving mouth. Your eyes pinned on me as your hand milks me into your mouth. I feel you swell in my essence as your eyes never leave mine. Time to repay you for this great pleasure that you've given me. Once I get the strength back in my knees, I lift you and carry you into the big king-size bed. And I kiss you deeply and then move my mouth down your neck, lightly kissing there as well. My mouth travels to your breast and those long, hard nipples. My tongue circles them, and I gently bite those pencil erasers. But I have no patience for the slow seduction. I must taste you now. I immediately move my mouth to your hot, humid opening, thrust my tongue inside. You buck your hips up toward my tongue, surprised at my sudden actions. I can taste you. The taste of an aroused Melanie is the perfect dessert to our fine French meal. My tongue lightly plays along your slit. I want to sample all of you, but slowly, gently. My tongue starts at your rear opening and runs slowly, wetly through your labia, up to your engorged clitoris. I find your clitoris swollen with desire, peeking from its hood. I concentrate my tongue on your clitoris, circling it lightly then flicking it very gently. My tongue travels back to your opening, and I curl it upwards to massage your inner walls. Your hands come down to my head, pulling me into your pussy as you approach climax. My tongue travels wetly back up to your clitoris as I gently lick your clit. Your breathing becomes deep, measured, and labored. 
You cry out, and I can taste you even more as your moisture increases. Oh, you moan out, your toes pointing skyward, and your hands rubbing my face with your sacks, as your climax hits and rolls for a minute or more. You finally release me. My face is glistening with your spendings, but I'm rock hard again. No time for niceties. I grab your ankles and place your long legs over my shoulders. You reach down with your right hand and collar the mushroom head of my cock in your outer lips. Once seated, I push into you slowly. You are wet, but you are oh so tight. Our eyes never leave each other's as I push on until I can feel the end of my cock bottoming out in you. My hands pull your thighs closer to me, and while I still buried in you, I grab your butt and lift you from the bed. Now you can even feel me deeper. Slowly I withdraw as our gaze falls upon the shaft leaving your clinging sex. My dick glistens from the light from your wetness. Back inside again, I lean forward and kiss you deeply, pushing your knees back against your breast as I do. This pushes me even deeper within you. I can feel your cervix at the end of the each thrust. I release your legs and you wrap them around my calves, using your strength to pump your pelvis against me as I stroke. You're actively fucking me back as we engaged in the oldest rhythm known to man. The room is filled with sounds of my cock plowing your wetness. The room smells of your arousal. But this is not how I want to come. I pull out of you and pull you to your hands and knees. I survey the wet, aroused pussy before me and lean forward and run my tongue through your engorged lips. This causes you to sigh. I guide my erect cock to your opening, and once again I'm inside you. I hold your hips firmly and pull you back onto me. I need my release now. I pound you mercilessly, deeper and harder, and that is hard in our cries. Then I empty myself, just as you reach your climax. Mr. Symphony Well, Mr. Symphony, thank you so very, very much for sending me this. I'd have to admit, I might be a little aroused myself. Hearing something like that, ladies and gentlemen, could you imagine your high school crush, your college crush, would you do what he did? I know I'd like him to plow me five ways to Sunday. <laughs> Having a man or a woman, if you like, take control of you, take the each thrust, and nothing like walking away the next day with their branding on you. What I mean by that is feeling their, where they pounded your pussy, where she clawed your back, where she gripped your hips, where she wrapped her legs around you, while he pulled your hair. Maybe your neck's a little sore. Sign me up, I say, Mr. Symphony. I would definitely like to try this with somebody. <laughs> so if you have a little longer story and like to possibly have a bonus episode of what you wrote you can do what Mr. Symphony did 
Email me at Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com. Don't forget, you can also do it anonymously from my website at DearNikki.com. And if you like the story or just want to say hi to me, don't forget, you can always reach out to me on Twitter. I answer DMs, appropriate ones anyway, at DNikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. And in closing, dear Mr. Symphony, what would you do if you came into my room, found me laying across my bed, blindfolded, with a nice headphones on? I couldn't hear you. Would you take advantage of me? Would you spread my legs out? Play with my pussy. Maybe put my hand on your pant-covered cock. Slowly make me rub you. (laughs) I would love to feel you get hard under my palm. Feel your bulging cock straining against your pants. Maybe put against my lips and have me lick and feel my breath against you what do you think I'd love for you to tie me up too (laughs) let me know until next time ladies and gentlemen bye for now